This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Baruch Shechianu Vikimanu Vigianu Lazman Hazah. Baruch Hashem, we begin a new series, Ala Torah, a new series of all Parsha, Sefer, Bereshis, Parshas, Bereshis, the Ramban on Parshas, Bereshis. Without any exaggeration, the Ramban is from the most important commentaries on the Chumash perhaps second only to Rashi, the Ramban is the most fundamental commentary on the Chumash. If I could share with you the words of Rabbi Shlomo Volba in the Sefer Alei Shor on page Chavtes, Parak Shlishi, he speaks about Suras HaYehudi, the image of a Jew. What should a Jew look like, not just in appearance, but in perspective. And Rabbi Volba writes, there are four things, four subjects that every Jew must master. Number one, one is obligated to acquire a clear understanding of Arachayim, Shulchan Aruch Arachayim, with the Mishnah Bura. Number two, one must acquire a wide-based knowledge of Chumash with Rashi, Chumash and the Ramban. Number three, one must know Pirkei Avos with the commentary of Rabbi Yoyna, and one must learn well, Sefer Mesil Sisharim. But the Ramban is there as one of the four main limudim that a Jew must be proficient in. That demonstrates how fundamental it is. As Rav Volba says, it's not sufficient for a person to rely on their cheder and yeshiva, understanding of the narratives of the Chumash and the, the words of the Torah. Rather, one must constantly seek to upgrade and elevate one's understanding of the Torah HaKadoshah, and that is accomplished through learning with Rashi and, of course, the Ramban. The Chassam Soifer, in his Chuvas and Chelek Vav, Simen Samach Aleph, writes to somebody regarding uh, a printer who wanted to publish the Chumash, um, just the commentary of the Ramban without any Chumash on top. And the Chassam Soifer writes back that it would be much, a, a much greater Kiddush Hashem and a much greater cover to the Mechaber if the words of the Ramban graced as a zer zahav, a golden crown, around the Torah. And this way one could understand the Chumash together with the Ramban. And the Chassam Soifer says the commentary of Rashi and the Targum should be there as well. But says the Chassam Soifer that the words of the Ramban, who yisoid emuna v'shoyresh hadas l'fianias daiti. It is the principle, it is the foundation of emuna, the root of all Torah Hashkafa. So the most basic understanding of HaKadosh Baruch and His Torah is Chumash and the Ramban. I'd like to share with you this week the Ramban's approach to a pasuk we're all familiar with, Asher Bara Eloikim La'asais, that God created to do. The Ramban, in middle of his piece on this pasuk, which is Perak Bez, pasuk Gimel, the Ramban offers a novel and earth-shattering and fundamental understanding of this Pasuk, Ashabara Eleikim La'asois, that God created all of history through the six days of creation. We begin with the words, Veda. Well, we are going to be reading the words of the Ramban inside, so that not only do we understand the main concepts the Ramban is teaching us, but it's conveyed to us through the very, very verbiage that uh, the Ramban uses. Veda, you should know, says Ramban, ki nichlal oid b'milas 
included in the word Lasis further is Kisheshes Yemei Bereshis, the six days of creation, Haim Kol Yemei Sa'olam, are all the days of history. Ki Kiyumai Yia Sheshes Alafim Shana, because the world will last for 6,000 years. That is why Chazal say in the Gemara Sanhedrin on Dav Tzadi Zayin Shalakach Amru. That is why Chazal say Yoimai Shalakosh Baruch Hu Elaf Shanim. The day of God is a thousand years. That means that with each day of creation, God created a thousand years of history. And therefore, if we look at the details and nuances of each day, we will recognize what will happen in those thousand years that are reflected by those six days of creation. Now, interestingly, the Ramban learns that the thousand-year history that corresponds to, to the day already starts a little bit earlier than the day itself. So to speak, as the day already begins, earlier than the sunrise and even earlier than the nightfall, it already begins, so to speak, the day before, so too in world history. Now the Ramban bases this on a concept that is found in the Gemara in Masechta Avodah the Gemara teaches us that the first 2,000 years of world history are Yemei Tohu Vavoyu, days of emptiness and nothingness. The next 2,000 years are years of Torah, and the final 2,000 years are Yemei HaMashiach. Says Ramban, V'hinei, behold, B'shnei Hayomam Rishonim, the first two days, Hayoilam Kulei Mayim, the world was full of water, nothing was completed. It was basically emptiness. The Himremes, that corresponds to Harishainim. The first 2,000 years of world history, Yes, there were people who knew God, believed in God, even prophets. However, we see from here, from this Ramban, a mind-boggling concept. Although there were many people who believed in Hashem, nevertheless, they did not go out of their way to teach others about Hashem's existence. And Torah, without Harbatzas Torah, is toyu, is emptiness. V'chach Amru, that's why Chazal says, Shnei Alafim Toyu. Two millennia, two thousand years of emptiness, of nothing. Yes, Adam was there, Mesushalach was there, Shein Ve'ever was there, they were yeshivas, but you had to come to the yeshiva. The yeshiva was not proactive in disseminating the Torah to the masses. However, there were some redeeming features of these 2,000 years because the light was created on the first day. That corresponds to Keneged, Ha'elef, Shal Yemais Adam, corresponds to the 1,000 years of Adam, He was the light of the world, Makaras Boira. He recognized his creator. Could be, Enosh did not begin to serve Avodah Zarah until Adam died in the year 930 and perhaps 70 years after that. And therefore the first thousand years, although they were years of emptiness because there was no Harbatzas Torah, but they were years of light, namely there was Amunah and Hashem and perhaps even no idolatry. The second day, corresponding to the second 2,000 years, corresponding to the year 1,000 to 2,000, there was a firmament, that separated. And there was a great divide that took place in this thousand-year period. 
In these years, Noyach and his sons were separated. Hatzadikim, the righteous men are shown from the wicked. Shenidunu, the mayim that they were judged by water. So the second day of creation, which was a day of separation through the firmament, represents the years of the of the deluge, the years of the flood, in which Noyach was separated from the rest of mankind. On the third day. The third day corresponds to the third millennia, year 2000 to 3000. Nireis Hayabasha, the dry land appeared, and growth, it produced fruits. And this already begins to correspond to 2000 years of Torah, the first thousand years from year 2000 to 3000. Now, Avraham was born in the year 1948. That's the third millennia, Hamaschal Biyos Avraham ben Memcheshana begins when Avraham became 48 years old. Now one would have expected it should begin when Avraham becomes 52. After all, that's when the third millennia starts. But no. When Avraham became 48 in the year 1996. Because as we mentioned, the day already begins from the day before, slightly before. That's when Avraham began to call out in the name of Hashem. Vitzamach Tzemech Tzadik, and the sprouts of the man of righteousness began to flourish. Kimashach Rabban Ladas Hashem, he drew many to know God. Kamay Shadarshu, as Chazal Darshin and expound on the words, Vias Hanefesh Asher Asu Becharon. Vitzivas Beisay Vias Banov, he commanded his household and his children, Acharav, after him, Bishamru Dar Hashem, to guard the path of God, Lasit Tzedakum Mishpat, to do. Righteousness and justice. We all Indian, and that continued until the Jewish people accepted the Torah at Sinai in the year 2448. And the first temple was built in that ye- in, on that day, because the first place of English was built in the year 2928, so it's still in the third millennia, the years of Torah. Again, even though it predominantly stood in the fourth millennia, but the fourth millennia already begins earlier. And then, all the mitzvahs of the Torah were able to be fulfilled now that we had a temple, which are the fruits of the world, which grew on the third day. The third day produced the herbage and the grass and the trees and the fruits. So the mitzvahs that were able to be fulfilled through the Binyan Beis Hamikdash, was a reflection of the third day's creation, namely the creation of the trees and the fruits. So that is representative of the third day. So it's an amazing idea. In the world of the Ramban, Torah, Emuna, without Harbatzas Torah, is Toihu Vavayu. Only the Harbatzas Torah, which was initiated by Avram Avinu, ushered in years of Torah. And corresponding to that was the plants and the uh, proliferation of herbage on the third day of creation. Now we move on to the fourth day. However, the Ramban now introduces this concept that we spoke earlier. Veda, you should know, as soon as twilight comes, as soon as sunset comes, it's already the beginning of the next day. So in other words, in the, in the understanding of the Ramban, although a day 
represents the millennia perfectly, whatever happens in the millennia a little bit before is still part of the upcoming millennia. So, therefore, each day begins a little bit before it. For example, the years of Torah began in 1996 when Avraham was 48, and the years of the Beis Hamikdash, the years of light, the fourth millennia, began in 2928. As Avraham was born in the second millennia, and this is something we will encounter each day. On the fourth day, luminaries were created, the sun and the moon, the great one and the small one, and the stars. Its day alludes to the fourth thousand year period, which is when the first Beis HaMikdash stood, even though it was built in 2928, but it stood predominantly in the fourth millennia, and then there was a 70-year hiatus, and the second Mesa Mikdash was destroyed in 3828. That day began when the first Mesa Mikdash was built in 2928. And that day began 72 years after 2928, until after the second temple, which was Kuf Ayin Beishana, 172 years after the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, ended the fourth millennia. As we mentioned, in the year 3828, the second Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. On this uh, allegorical day, the fourth millennia. There was light for all of Israel. The two temples stood. The Gemara Baba Basra calls the base of Mikdash Oiroi Shaloylam. Ki Malech Vayr Hashem as Beis Hashem. The glory of God filled Hashem's house. Vahaya Ori Yisrael and the light of Israel was Laish was a fire al Gabi Hamazbeach on the altar. Ravots Sham crouched there. Kaari like a lion. Oichel Karbanis eating consuming the karbanas, and then, so to speak, the light, the sun, became small, because the English was destroyed, the light became small, v'galu, and they went into galus, and that is reflected in the moon's light becoming small at the end of the month, and, and at the beginning when it's born, the Zarchalem Koimei but then the light shone again in the times of the second Beis Hamikdash, and in times of the second Beis Hamikdash, for Ha'eshal Gabei Hamizbeach Ravotz Kekelav, the fire on the altar in the times of the second Beis Hamikdash crouched like a dog. V'shaku Shnei Hamayim, and then both lights set Ba'aroiv Hayom when the day was uh, about to end. V'charav Habayis, and the second Beis Hamikdash was destroyed in the year thirty-eight twenty. 3828. So, this is represented by the fourth day. The fourth day, the creation of the luminaries, represented a millennia of light, Tubate Mikdashim. However, even the moon sometimes becomes small and the Beis Hamikdash's light set. And that represents the fourth millennia. We now move on to the fifth millennia, which according to the Gemara is already the 2,000 years of Yemais HaMashiach. However, on day five, 
was the day when the animals were created, the creepy crawling things. That represents the start of the Golos. On the fifth day, the water creeped with a living spirit, with birds flying on the earth. Remez, this alludes to Aleph HaChemishi, the fifth millennia, Hamaschil, Kofayim Beishana, Achar Chorban Abayis, that began in the year 4,000, 172 years after the destruction of the Second Temple, which is uh, the year 240 of what we call the Common Era, Kibayim Shul HaUmais. Now the nations of the world dominate. This is a millennia of Golos. Vyasa Adam Kedge Hayam. Now man has become like the fish. Karemes, like a crawling thing. Loi, Moshe without any ruler. Kuloi Bechika Ha'ala, which is caught in the fishhook. Yigoi Rehu Becherma, is caught in a net. And is gathered them in the fish net. No one seeks out God. That is the millennia of Golos, and that is represented by the fifth day, the creation of the birds and the fish. Comes the Ramban, and the Ramban says that the creation of man on the sixth day represents the coming of Mashiach. Look how the Ramban says it. On the sixth day in the morning. Now the Ramban interestingly learns that man was created, that the sixth day began in the morning. The earth produced, produced a living spirit, Lamina according to its kind. Behema, an animal, Varemus and a crawling thing, and wild animals, Lamina according to its kind. Their creation was before the shot the before sunrise. So in other words, the wild animals were created before sunrise. Kenyan Shakasa, like it says in Tehillim, that Tizah Hashema Hashemish, when the sun rises, Yasefun, they gather in them and they they go and they crouch in their lair. So the Ramban learns that the animals that are active in the night were created, so to speak, before sunrise. But at sunrise, and at sunrise, man was created in God's image, and that's the time of man's dominion. Man goes out to his work and to his labor in the morning. That corresponds to the sixth millennia. That corresponds to the sixth millennia. So according to Ramban, man's creation corresponds to the sixth millennia. In the beginning, the animals dominated. The animals represent the nations of the, the world, the, the sovereignties, the Goliaths, um, that don't know God. But now the Ramban has an interesting calculation. If you take a tenth of the day, because from dawn to sunrise is about 1.2 hours which is, um, it, from dawn to sunrise, is about a tenth of a day. So if you take that amount, um, you will get about one, a tenth of the day. So a tenth of the day, the time, uh, let's say an hour and 20 minutes, which is a tenth of the day, um, you will get 
a hundred years. So in other words, one point um, two hours corresponds to a tenth of the day, which is uh, represents a hundred years of the millennia. Says Ramban, after a hundred years into the sixth millennia, then. Yavoy Hagoyal, Mashiach will come, Shinamarabai, about which it says, Vechisoy Kashemesh Negdi, the Redeemer will come like the sun. So just like the sun comes after a tenth of the day, so too the Mashiach will come after a tenth in the day. Zehu ben Adam, Zehu ben David, this refers to David, Hanasa, Betzamalakim, which was, who was created in the image of God. Tidachsiv, as it says about Mashiach. Imanon va'aru. Behold, Imanoni, with the clouds, Shemai of the heavens, Kvar Enosh, like a man. So, Mashiach's appearance like a man represents Nasa Adam. Also, he's coming, Hava. V'yad Atik He came up to the one of ancient days, up to God, V'kadamai Hakrivehu. And they brought him before the Yibar Nishlam, V'leyehiv Shaltin Rikaramachan. They gave him dominion, honor, and sovereignty. So, the Ramban says that about a hundred years after, into the sixth millennia, Mashiach will come. The Rabban then says more explicitly, that's the year, that's, that will be 118 years after 5,000. That's the year 5,118. Now obviously this was not a correct prediction. As we know, Mashiach did not come in the year 5118. We're in the year 5882. And the 5782, and Mashiach has not come yet. So the Chassam Soifer, in that same tshuva that we, met, that we mentioned in the very beginning of the shir, he says that the Ramban made a big error here. The Ramban so badly wanted Mashiach to come, that he made a Toaz Gadol, the Mechilas Kvod Harama. And he forgot to count the night time. The night time is 500 years! So after 500 years, if you take a tenth of what remains, that's 50 years, that brings you to the year 5,550, which is the year 1790. Now again, that calculation also obviously did not work out, because we are well after the year 1790. But we'll see the Ramban at the end of his comments uh, tells us that we have to be tamim with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, wholehearted and um, tamimus with wholesomeness, and when it when the day comes, we'll understand how it fits into these calculations. But the Ramban says, when the time for the promise of Hashem that came through Daniel has has been complete, which is what did Daniel say? From the time the tamid was removed, and the mute, abominable idol was placed. Yomim elafum asayim 1,290 years. Well, 1,290 years after the second base of was destroyed, which is in the year 3828, that brings you to the year 5118. That's where the Ramban got his calculation, because it's 1,290 years after the year 3828, which takes you to the year 5118. Now, the Ramban points out that on the fifth day you had birds and fish. On the sixth day you had animals. That represents the progression of the nations of the world who will become more fearsome on the, in the sixth millennia. 
But nevertheless, they will also become closer to man and have more, uh, they'll have a closer and um, more correct perspective on the uh, purpose of creation. Says Rabban Benira, it would seem, Mishine Hayamim, from the transition of days, Misharat Samayim, from the creepy crawling things of the water, the Ha'if and the birds, Lechayas Haras, progressing to the wild animals, that indicates, Kibitchila, Sa'alaf Hashish, in the beginning of the sixth millennia, Tizchadesh Malchus Umashalatas, a more fearsome kingdom will arise, which, are, which will be the Aim Sunni Visakiva Yatira, will be more fearsome and more powerful. Umis, but, but, just like animals are more developed than birds and fish, Miskarevas Alamas Yosem Rishonis will be closer to the truth than the earlier generations. Hayom Hashvi Shabbos, seventh day of creation, is Shabbos. Remez Oilam Habat. It's a remez to the world to come. Shakulai Shabbos Umnucha Lachai Hoilamim, which is completely and entirely rest and eternal life forever and ever. So even though it would seem that the creation of the world portends world history, and therefore we should be able to predict, predict exactly when Mashiach would come, the Rabban says 5118, Chassam says according to the Cheshvan really to be 50, um 5550, or the year 1790 of our calendar. Nevertheless, we are tamim with Hashem, we are wholehearted with Hashem, and when Mashiach comes, we will then be able to look back at this Ramban and say, okay, it was this event on the sixth day that corresponds to the coming of Mashiach. Says the Ramban, Yishmerenu, may God guard over us all of our days, v'yasim chalkeinu, and place our share in avadav hatmimim with His wholehearted servants who yearn for His salvation whenever it may come. Thank you for joining us for this very special edition of all Parsha the Ramban Ambaratius. Hope to see you for the Balaturim Ambaratius, the Ben La'ashri Ambaratius, and continuing on with Parshas Nayach, Haba Aleinu Lataiva. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.